Today is Friday, November 22nd, 2019, and these are three notable brand and retail news stories. One, there's a new app that is disrupting influencer marketing. And I was surprised that I liked the idea because there are three words in that sentence I'm skeptical of. App disrupting an influencer. Having done a bit of research, I'm not sure Kindred, the app I've described, disrupts or democratizes anything, but it does push brands to offer a portion of their sales to charity. Having launched just this month, Kindred is already working with 2,500 brands across sectors. Disney's, ASOS, and Wallpaper, the magazine, are among them. Brands sell products or services via fixed-term, flash-sales-style promotion campaigns, and at least 1% of each sale goes to charity. To incentivize influencers, users receive a commission on the sales of products and services recommended to members of their communities. This part sounds very similar to regular influencer marketing, except influencers have to build their communities from scratch here. The idea is like Let's Bab, which we talked about last season. Kindred users can decide how much of their commission they want to donate to charity. The London-based company already has 50 people employed globally, and Kindred takes a 5% commission from any brand selling on the platform. The London-based company already has 50 people employed globally, and Kindred takes a 5% commission from any brand selling on the platform. Kindred's active pursuit of brands for partnerships is the highlight of this model. If this increases, even slightly, the amount of charitable giving of an organization, we're all for it. Two, this next idea we really loved. Vascreat is trying to minimize extra inventory on sale at the end of the season while still feeding into the current consumer demand for a discount. Pre-season, before the product is manufactured, the online shop lets customers shop their edit, offering as much as 40% off the regular retail price for doing so. And as the collections near their official release dates, the discounts diminish to 10% and eventually full retail price. Now Vasquiat is an e-commerce shop. They don't manufacture any apparel themselves, but in theory, they are giving the brands they carry a pre-read on customer demand. And the idea is that brands can adjust their purchase quantity accordingly. Vasquiat takes a commission on each sale for their part. The store currently has a New York City pop-up running through September 24th. The offline shop offers current season curations as well as ones available for pre-order from brands like Paco Rubain, Shrimps, Fila Papa, Monaco Sordo, Manu Atelier, and La Veste. Co-founder Rafa Blanc identifies the part of the current supply chain that they're trying to fix. Quote, as a creative industry, fashion brands don't test their collections. They just produce them, try to distribute them and market them. And then after two months, they start going down in price. End quote. We would love, love, love to see brands and designers testing this model. It works for a trunk show or online shopper, one that doesn't necessarily need to try the goods on before purchase. But it could be useful for reducing waste at season's end, eliminating unwanted goods from trash heaps. And reducing inventory at season's end could be how we bring value back to our brands. It would result in lower markdowns at season end and rewarding those customers first to buy in. 
Ultimately, this could also drive brand loyalty, as consumers would have to follow brands early to get the best discount. Overall, a more thoughtful approach to shopping for the consumer, and a more thoughtful way to manufacture for brands. What the model doesn't address is the buy now, wear now factor. As much as I liked Prada's resort floral campaign that was all over social media, seeing it as the first snow was falling seemed a bit out of touch. Fashion is an impulsive business with sales of boots hitting their peak as customers need them. But perhaps as we move towards more sustainable models, it becomes less so. Three, Target grew its apparel business by more than 10%. This may be one of the few times a store refresh has driven meaningful results. The retailer introduced more mannequins and many boutiques, so brands were further differentiated in store. Introducing new brands like Levi's, launching a dozen private labels, and creating inspiration online led to longer dwell times and a rise in the average basket size, both in store and online. During the last quarter, Target generated buzz with its 20th anniversary collection. The event celebrated the designers the company has partnered with in the past. Shoppers flocked to Target to scoop up Loli Pulitzer dresses, Missoni sweaters, Philip Lim tops, and Hunter accessories. Global Data Retail Managing Director Neil Saunders commented, quote, Our data show that where improvements have been made, dwell times, average visitation frequency, cross-category shopping levels, and average basket size all rise, end quote. A nice result. That's it for today. And we hope you have a great weekend and I'll see you on Monday.